It's all well and good just listening to today's podcast, getting that warm, fuzzy feeling inside as if you're making progress. But unless you sit down on a Sunday night or a Monday morning and you action this, nothing will change. The Making of a Modern Man, a podcast dedicated to ambitious men who want to unlock the potential from their mind, body and life. My name's Jack Taylor and I'm a men's health, performance and behavior change specialist. I believe that every man has the potential for greatness. Most just don't know how to unlock it. And that is the intention of this podcast, to help you step into your power and become the man you've dreamt of being. So if you're now ready to elevate all areas of your life, let's dive in. What's up guys and welcome back. I'm going to be talking you through a weekly practice that I've started that has dramatically increased my productivity. Now before I begin, this isn't just your standard to-do list. This is a set of six questions that allow us to cut through the bullshit and sift through all of the noise that might be present. So let me start off by saying how many weeks have gone by where come Sunday you feel like you've just been spat out. You've been chewed up and spat out at the end of your week and you have no clue as to what's just happened. It's almost as if you've walked through the week on autopilot. Now, I think the majority of guys do this. They don't bring enough intent to their weeks, and therefore, they don't get much done. They're just going with the flow and almost being like dragged around by life. I know this is definitely how I used to spend a lot of my time. I spent the majority of the week firefighting and operating from a highly reactive space. It was really stressful, my anxiety was through the roof, and I didn't get much done, if I'm honest. However, Over the past six months, I've started answering these six questions on a Sunday evening before I embark on the week ahead. Now, I use my Sunday evenings to prep and essentially ensure that I'm going into the week ahead with everything that I need to be successful and ultimately removing anything that's in my way of success as well. So if you find yourself flying by the seat of your pants and spending time busy but not necessarily being productive, you're definitely going to benefit from this. Please steal, adapt, and create your own version of my weekly preview to fit your own Sunday slash Monday morning ritual. But remember, it's implementation that creates change. It's all well and good just listening to today's podcast, getting that warm, fuzzy feeling inside as if you're making progress. But unless you sit down on a Sunday night or a Monday morning and you action this, nothing will change. So let's dive in. Question one, what can I remove from my calendar? More often than not, my schedule can get filled with tasks that, upon reflection, don't really push me closer to my current goal. They're fluff. So step one of this six-step process is to identify these tasks and be aggressive with removing as many as I can. Elimination is crucial when striving for peak performance because you cannot do everything. So stop trying to. Now, there's another great book that I would recommend here called Essentialism. This is around the topic of removing as much from your life as possible, being an essentialist. It's like a lifestyle where you aggressively live by this principle that you will only do things that push you forward towards the main goal. Anything that does not fit that criteria gets eliminated. Now, for me, this has been a really helpful question to ask myself. Because I find that each and every week, there are at least three things that don't need to be there. And just by removing them, it opens up time for me to spend my energy doing things that are either going to light me up or push me forward. Question two, what's something that should be delegated but isn't? Something I'm learning to get better at 
and spend a lot of time coaching my clients around as well is delegation. It's about recognizing the value of your time and passing off tasks that could cost you more than they're actually worth. If you've never checked out Eisenhower's Matrix, I suggest you do. This will help you to organize your priority list. For example, something I get a lot of stick for is having a cleaner. I remember when I was, I think about 19, and I used to live in a house where I converted the downstairs of the property into a PT studio. It was a three-bed house with a PT studio at the bottom, and I lived on my own with Bear, my dog. At that age, I got a cleaner. And as you can imagine, I had many comments from people in my family and from people that knew me saying, why the fuck have you got a cleaner? You're a 19-year-old. You've got enough energy to be able to do that yourself. And you know what? They were right. I could clean the house myself. But my time is better spent serving my clients and building a business. So I delegate that task out and I have done for years. And a lot of my clients end up doing the same. Because once you establish how much your time is worth and how valuable that time is to you, you then start to see time being more valuable than money. So you are happy to, if it makes sense, trade money for time back so that you can spend that time and your energy on things that are more important to you. So a question that I want you to ask yourself this week is what's something that you can delegate out? Now, this doesn't necessarily have to be a paid task. It might just be collaborating with other people. But I think the more you experiment and the more options you exhaust with this question, the more interesting your answers will be. Question three, can any important meeting be 50% shorter? As I've just mentioned, your time is the most valuable asset you have. For some reason, a lot of people pride themselves in being busy. You win no prizes for spending the most amount of time working despite what social media will have you believe, where we live in this hustle porn star culture, which praises and glamorizes the idea that you work from the second you open your eyes until the second you go to sleep. And if you're not doing that, then you're a massive pussy who's getting left behind. This is not correct. If you can make something shorter, but produce the same, if not better result, then do so. The amount of time I see people waste on meetings that could just be an email or it could just be a loom is ridiculous. Start valuing your time to a much higher degree. And if you do so, you will then start to protect it like it is the most valuable asset you have because it genuinely is. Question four, how can I get off my screens more? Personally, I don't want to be living my life through a screen. It increases our stress receptors and it is mentally fatiguing. Now, as someone who works from a laptop, this is a daily challenge, as I'm sure you can imagine. So I prioritize and schedule time away from my screen. I'm really intentional with this. I schedule in walks, in-person meetups, exercise, reading. If it's not scheduled, it probably won't happen. So make sure you're scheduling with intent time away from your phone, your laptop, your computer, TV, whatever it is, put it into the diary. Again, get creative with this. Think of as many ways as possible for you to get connected with your environment and the people within it. Because I guarantee the memories that you hold so nearly and dearly to you and that you cherish aren't the ones that have been experienced through a screen. I guarantee the memories that you have that when you reflect on them, they fill you up with joy are the ones that I guarantee have been experienced with other people or out in nature. So try and create more of the same. Question five, how can I maximize fun time? Fun and family time is very important to me. 
In the hustle of building a business, it's really easy to overlook this. And I've been guilty of this for fucking ages, if I'm honest. It's something that I didn't value as much as I should have. But it's this time that energizes me. It's what recharges my batteries. So when I go back to work, I'm operating at the highest level possible. Now, I speak with a lot of guys each week who know they spend very little time here, just like I used to, but they continue to neglect scheduling it in. Once they've brought awareness to the fact that they're not giving this time enough attention it deserves, they're not doing anything about it. And like I've mentioned before, if it's not scheduled, it's not going to get done. So commit time into the diary for things like trips, dinners, Dates, comedy shows, gigs, and just time with friends and family. Just because you're a peak performer doesn't mean you shouldn't have fun. That was something that took me a while to figure out. So please learn quicker than I did. And finally, question six. What needs to be done for me to be pleased with this week? This question allows me to get crystal clear on what's actually important. Out of the nice to haves, what actually needs to get done for me to be proud of the work I've done this week? When answering this question, you'll have clear direction for your week, ensuring my schedule for the week ahead is in alignment with my values and my immediate goals. Because there are loads of nice-to-haves. There are loads of things that I would like to get done at some point. However, it's so easy for these things to distract you. Get clear on what needs to be done right now. What is the most important next step? And from there, that's your plan of action for the week. Now, guys, this is my pre-week ritual, like I've said, and I've been experimenting with this over the last couple of months. And it's produced great results, if I'm honest. It's allowed me to get rid of the fluff and become more productive while spending less time actually, quote unquote, working. At the end of the day, it's the results you produce that matter, not how much or how long you've been busy or working. So schedule some time at the end of this week to get these six questions answered. And I guarantee next week will be more productive for you. That's it for today, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this one and I'll catch you on the next. Guys, I appreciate you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and you found it valuable. To make sure you don't miss an episode like this in the future, hit that subscribe button. But until then, take ownership, take action and keep hustling.